0: and welcome to
1: episode three of In the Dolls House. This week we remind ourselves of those first memories in our new lives with the baby at home. We think back to those sleepless nights and how we managed to cope. We talk feeding, clothing and changing our daughters and a little about
0: our personal setups. We also discuss the support that was offered to us by our friends and family as well as from our local medical practitioners. So, put down the work, turn up the
1: volume and grab a brew and come and join us once again in the doll's house.
0: So last week Dean you were talking about a new sleep routine for your daughter and she was sleeping in her own room am I right how's that going?
1: Uh, yeah so we've been slowly increasing the amount of time that she's been in there for and um, we've not done it every night so uh, normally it's from around sort of like the 7, 8 o'clock mark whenever she falls asleep. We try and get her in there for a little bit of time and uh, see how she gets on. But she's had a bit of a cough and cold this week, so she's been a little bit fussy. Mm. So we've we've kept her in with us for a little bit as well. So we've, we've done a little bit of each, but it's all about building it up, isn't it, really?
0: Yeah, I think you mentioned that the, um, the coughing there. I think that's actually some of the hardest things to deal with because um, that's essentially going to be keeping them awake. Um, and if they're not sleeping, it just progressively gets harder and harder for them to deal with being awake so um just like adults i suppose but yeah that that coughing is one of the biggest niggles it's almost like um another one was like the hiccups when you're trying to feed as well So like little things like that will really kind of disrupt your day yeah i mean
1: the the coughing thing definitely does keep them awake a little bit longer doesn't it yeah. um and yeah once once they've stirred and they've woken up properly uh it's it's gonna be something that keeps them awake but also with the um with the cot in a room that's obviously flat um whereas with the next to me crib we can put one end slightly lower so it means that she's less flat which stops her from coughing quite as much oh,
0: right. i don't think we could do that um,
1: which yeah it it works quite well we put yeah it having it at an angle makes it
0: does make a big difference to having it flat yeah I take it you mean useful. from head to toe angle not from left to right in case you roll out <laughs> yeah yeah not
1: not from left to right yeah. and not so that they're upside down <laughs> that that wouldn't be very yeah, helpful yeah um, woke up with a very red face in the morning <laughs>
0: yeah, um, like yeah. really
1: long hair <laughs> yeah the only downside of having it at an angle is through the night um, if she wriggles around she can slowly slip down yeah. to the to the bottom end and end up in a little ball. But um like as long as you keep an eye on her, then
0: then she's all right. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean last talking about um not sleeping so much, last week you were talking about a bit of sleep regression. How's that going on? Yeah,
0: so I think I like oddly, as as quickly as it comes on, um it we we seem to be back to some kind of um regular routine again. So she's been sleeping through pretty well. I think just one night this week, um, that she sort of woke up pretty early and sort of um I think instead of sleeping with us, I think my wife went up with her um, for a while. So, yeah, we we, <laughs> which is, you know, so we've beaten that. But that also makes like this next bit, like a little bit people might be thinking, well, what are you doing? So obviously it's been difficult this week because I've had the bloody flu. Uh, so parenting with flu is one thing. But we've also decided that we think she's gone on too long with her dummies. So we're, we're literally we're trying as much as we can to start regulating how much she has your dummy and start to remove them. So at the moment she's got like more dummies than Steve Schumacher, and that's a pretty nice joke because that's a the Stoke manager, and we've got thrashed again today. But she goes to bed with like seven of them. Um, so we've heard seven, yeah. seven. Where's she keep them? <laughs> like just started around a bed. So she'll she sounds like Maggie Simpson, and then you just hear like her banging around on a bed trying to find one, and she's like. It's like she's doing, like, wine sampling. Uh, she'll, like, put one in her mouth and she'll be like, yeah, not happy with that. Then swap it with another one, yeah, not happy with that. And then find one. She's doing all that with her eyes shut. It's, like, it's actually quite nice to watch. Do you, do you have all the... Just out of interest, so like, some some people use dummies and some people don't.
1: Mm. Some, some kids like them, some kids don't. Um, our little girl does really get on with a dummy and it helps to calm her down if she's upset and, yeah. and that side of things. But do you have all of the same ones or do you have... Slightly different ones. No,
0: they're all they're all different. I think <laughs> I don't think all of them are. Uh, I think she comes, like, comes back <laughs> from that like, nursery with like three or four different ones. Yeah, there's some that are different shapes, but she has a preference over uh, a couple of them. But yeah, they're all they're all pretty different. Um, so. We've had, you know, lots of people have done things like they'll bury their dummies in the garden, and then overnight they'll swap them for sweets. So it looks like they've grown into sweets, or they'll they'll write a letter to Santa at Christmas, and then leave them Christmas night, and the Santa will take them away. Um, but we <laughs> we got to use them as currency, um, so we went to Smith's toy, Sh- uh, toy store today and got us some bits and pieces and. and- so how much are they worth? How, what's, one, what's, <laughs> yeah. the, what's the exchange yeah, rate on a, on a dummy? It's, it's one dummy to, to five English pounds. So it's basically like a fiver. Oh, uh, nice. So yeah, it worked out quite yeah. well. So yeah, got a, like, we sort of spoke to the lad. He was like, um, yeah, I, I won't put them in the bin. I was like, yeah, I don't want to let like, us see that. So he, he, the, I don't know the name of the chap. He didn't have his name on the badge. I can't shout him out. But yeah, he was amazing. He kind of he said, all right, keep put them in this bag for us. And then sort of took it away. So so yes, yeah, so you got some some new toys with it. And so sort of we, we We're left with one just in case an emergency one at night, um, so she was asking for it in the yeah. car. We managed to shut her up by giving her a bit of the Gruffalo, so she's dealing with it all yeah, right. Well, and I think it's taken her quite a long time to settle down. She like she was lying down with um, with my wife in bed uh, and was asking for the dummy over and over, but I think eventually she's gone to sleep, so we'll see how it goes She is still asking for it, but it's day one, isn't it? So yeah, fingers crossed we could be a dummy. I friend. mean, I've, I've seen some proper harsh ways of,
1: of um, getting rid of dummies. Yeah. Um, what one that I saw on social media was um, a parent asking their child if they wanted their dummy, and then they said yeah, so they dipped it in vinegar before they gave it to them. Oh, nice! And then took it straight out of their mouth and chucked it on the floor. Didn't want it. Yeah. And did this about three times, and then the the next time when he said do you want your dummy, the kid just shook their head. Oh right. They thought no, I'm not I'm not playing this game yeah.
0: anymore. I'm not sure if that'll work with yeah. either, with our kid because she likes uh, she'll take you. You say if you've gone for a drink like and you've got um. Like a bit of lemon in your coke, she'll she'll ask for the the lemon and suck on that, and she's always like lemon and lime. So uh. I don't know, we might have to I don't know if we stick it in something like a vegetable or something, she'll go nowhere near it. Oh yeah, um, I
1: mean to be fair though, the guy in Smith's toy store that was that was really good of him yeah. to to do that because when when you get a bit of out from the public, it's always a good thing, isn't
0: yeah, it? Yeah, I don't, I, I can't imagine it, <laughs> it's happened very often. Like a a pair, a set of parents come and say, "I would like to pay for these toys using dummies," and uh, yeah thanks for that uh' see you later um i mean I, I was thinking
1: as well if if one dummy's worth five quid, yeah, I could take one dummy to a shop and pay for two dummies with it
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, uh, I think that's how the economy grows, isn't it yeah yeah uh, well i I might try it yeah. I'll give it a go this week. who needs martin who needs martin someone who needs martin le he's yeah. expert um so yeah so this week then we, we, we we're essentially at the point where we've bought um bought our child we we've returned home with a baby um hopefully it's yours um and we're we're now kind of parenting um in real life so um i think the first thing we discussed is then that, 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 that the sort of the feeding program um so what was the decision that you made with between you and your wife on you know the routine for feeding and things like that so to start off
1: with it was it was more feeding when our little girl wanted it. Mm. So that that was kind of our routine. Whenever she was hungry, she got fed. Yeah. Um it involved a small amount of breastfeeding, then we moved on to bottle feeding. Mm. Um and obviously some people choose to breastfeed, some people choose to bottle feed. Yeah. And uh, we went more down the bottle feeding route. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean it, there's there's advantages and disadvantages of both, but one of the best bits about bottle feeding is obviously as a dad, you get to be part of the process Yeah, 100%. Um, a little bit more. Yeah, so it, it, that was really nice because that's obviously a great bonding um, experience for you to have. Um, I mean, our, our routine initially was we had, um, you know, the little bottles that you can get that come with the screw on teats yeah. that you can buy as like pre-made ones. Yeah. So um, we had um, a load of them, either bought for us given to us and we bought a few as well um and they were really helpful Mm -hmm. because they were a small amount i think they're 70 mil bottles yeah i think most brands make them so 70 mil bottles um and you can have them at room temperature and basically as soon as you peel the the foil bit off the top you've got what an hour on it so um yeah i mean that that was kind of what we did and as far as feeding through the night she didn't feed through the night for very long. I think we were quite lucky, really. Mm. Um, we'd end up doing a feed sort of eleven, twelve o'clock at night. Then she'd want another one at about three or four. Yeah. And then it'd be the next one, it'd be the following morning. Yeah. So I was doing the late night one. Um, my partner was doing the one in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then during the paternity leave, we were sharing who was doing the one in the morning. And then obviously when I went back to work, then she was doing the one in the morning right um yeah so routine wise there wasn't really a set routine but it it kind of fell into a routine the further you got along and the times became more consistent yeah um as the days went past and it it, it worked out about every 3 hours 3 hours to 4 hours initially that uh, when it fell into a routine rather that she wanted feeding yeah um before that it was a bit sporadic and you were kind of trying to work out whether she's hungry, whether whether it's something else where she wants a nappy changed, whether she just wants to play with her. Yeah. Um, but once you get your head around it, then you, you're laughing, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I really, think I suppose.
0: that in those initial kind of... When, when your, your daughter or, or whenever uh, the child is crying, I think that it's that... Um, you're basically going through and sort of saying, right, okay, what's what's the issue? Then you have to kind of rule out certain areas. So if you got a dirty nappy, no, so it must be something else. Are they hungry? No, is do they need we- wind? and that sort of thing. So it's like a, a process of elimination, really. But nine times out of ten, it's either poop or food, um, and then it will be poop again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, poop food. poop, poop. I remember more poop, you, you were more food. I remember you were saying though that um, whilst your your wife was in hospital recovering, um, about the the concept of breastfeeding and was she also pumping as well so to to have enough on like as a reserve so yeah there was there was the pumping element as well and it it but that depends how much you can get off so
1: it depends how much you can pump off yeah um and i think i think a big part of that is as the dad in the situation you're trying to make it so that your partner's not stressed out your partner's not worried about things Mm. um and uh, one of the best people in the hospital was a, a midwife that came in one night and basically said, you don't have to breastfeed all the time. Mm. You know, you can bottle feed as well. Yeah. And she brought us a bottle and it just made, it took that little bit of stress away. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I think we had, we did have a breastfeeding specialist that came around to the house um, at one point to talk about breastfeeding, bottle feeding. And she was very, I mean, she was obviously very enthusiastic about breastfeeding because that, that's what she does as a, a job. Says it on the badge. So, yeah, um, but her enthusiasm came across as you must do it this way. Yeah. This is how it should be done. There is no other way to do it. And the way she described it was um, you should be feeding every two hours and then pumping in the hour that you've, you're not feeding. Mm. So that means you're literally either pumping or feeding on the hour, every hour. Yeah. Um Jeez. which obviously it just would not be sustainable at <laughs> like all. Like cattle. Um
0: yeah, I mean that it, compared, just that just compared your wife to cattle. I mean
1: <laughs> Yeah. I mean it, it yeah, it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work, would it? So yeah. I think what you have to do is listen to the advice yeah. and then sort of make your mind up on which direction you're going to go in. Yeah. Um and I think by the end of probably the first month we were, we were like a lot of other people fully bottle feeding. Yeah. Um, yeah, So that that was the direction we went in. I mean, our our little girls got a lactose intolerance anyway, so that would have affected things Mm. in general. So um, we didn't find that out until a little bit down the line. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it it meant that we had to have obviously prescribed uh, milk powders. So, um, so we I mean, what, what was what was your experience with it all? How how did you get on with? Obviously, not you personally get on with breastfeeding, <laughs> but how how did you get yeah, on with the
0: yeah, breast bottle type choice? It doesn't make me teeth taste very nice, but um, you know when you've run out of milk, it goes all right on your cornflakes. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, we'd always decided we already knew that we were going to do um, the formula. We we're going to go down the formula route um, for 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 like different reasons um so yeah we were we were i think so we, we, know, we were going to my wife was going to pump to get the the colostrum that kind of really healthy first bit of like magical milk that has all yeah. the nutrients and things like that um but yeah we we. i know it's not necessarily scaremongering but i know if we were going to go back sort of 20 30 years maybe and uh, maybe my, my parents might be able to discuss this a bit more but um and say with yours but i think back in the day then formula might not have has been as as medically healthy as it is today so the work concerns are they going to get the, the right nutrients and things like if they're having a like a 100% um sort of formula based diet but since obviously you know you know the way that it is now then you're going to get you know a large majority of what you're going to get out of the breast uh, milk anyway so yeah we 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 knew that we were going to be using formula we had the same packs as yourself uh, those like little pre-made things so we had to have them as part of our uh overnight stuff when uh, my wife stayed in for that sort of the one or two nights as uh, so that was part of the pack so you'd have yours labeled up i suppose um and they'd go and warm some up for you and then you'd feed them but yeah absolutely perfect for like you just you just as i say take the the top off rip the the aluminium foil i think it was and you, you're you good to go um but yeah when when we got home 100 percent, it was we, we were formula all the way um and once we, we we froze some of the colostrum so we could we could um I can't remember how we defrosted. We just put it in with the other stuff. I can't really remember how we did it. Um, I think we still got some in the freeze, actually. you know, every now and again if we're hungry. It's like a lollipop. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was warm today. Get the costume. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So we knew that that was a that was a quick decision. Um, I don't know if if your your partner or, or my wife maybe if there's that element of guilt because that's something that they should be doing or if they feel like the 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 the, the child's losing out. I, I don't know if, if if your partner felt that at all. I mean,
1: I think she did. Um, But at the same time, I was reassuring her all the way saying, well, actually, it it doesn't matter whether you breastfeed or bottle feed. And one of the um, health visitors that came out, I mean, the breastfeeding lady was obviously all about the breastfeeding. But one of the health visitors that came out said, well, actually, formula's just as good. You can get just as much nutrition out of the formula as as you can out of breastfeeding. Um, Yeah, so I mean... I think, I think people might feel guilty about it, but I don't think there's a need to. Mm. Um, I think it is obviously tough because if it's something that you'd set your heart and you really wanted to do it, but Mm. then you couldn't do it, then that that's obviously a different story and you are going to feel bad about that possibly, but it's about making the right choice for you to make things uh, manageable as well, because there's enough going on with having a a new baby at home. Mm -hmm. Um, you just need to get through it through with the first bit, really. Yeah. I mean, the the first few weeks are a big challenge, aren't they? Because everything's new and you're learning a lot as you go in. And obviously, every child is going to be ever so slightly different. Oh, yeah. Um, some of them will be completely different. So um you've just got to learn your child. Yeah. And as soon as you feel like you've learned like what they like, what you need to be doing, it's changed anyway. So, um yeah, I think... I think, although some people might feel guilty about not breastfeeding, I don't. I don't think it's something that you should feel. I know people do, but it's it's you've just got to make the right decision at the right time for you, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. And um, and go with it. Just be just be confident in your choice and go with it. I think.
0: Did you have so? Was it a little bit from from your like the father's point of view and your perspective? Did you have a, an element of well, I've essentially been on the sidelines for the so for the you know the last nine months i've not really contributed to to the creation of the human so so now it's time for me to be able to 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 step up and and offer that ability to be able to to feed the child because otherwise it would again it would be that you know everything's resting on your uh on on your partner's shoulders and also their chest as well um but Yeah. So did you ever think, did that that sort of thought cross your mind that, you know, I've been watching you go through all this process for for nine months. Now I want to be able to contribute as much as I can.
1: I I think with me, and this, this might sound a little bit strange, like as soon as she arrived, it was almost like a a switch went off for me Mm. and I was like, yeah, this is, this is my new thing. This is what I need to do. I need to make sure I keep this little person healthy and happy. Mm. And I kind of just went into, not survival mode, but you know what I mean? Like 100% know exactly went into what you work mean. Work mode. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it was like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is, this is what I'm doing and this is, this is my future now yeah. from now on sort of thing. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. And you're trying <laughs> to do,
1: do your best with it, mm-hmm. even though a lot of it, as much as you've read about it and people are giving you advice, yeah. you're a little bit clueless on. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and you've just got to learn it as you go in. I mean, how was
0: it for you? Did you have that sort of switch moment as well? Yeah, like 100%. So it kind of, so when we had, I'm not sure if you, did you do the NCT classes? We we had ours online. So it was yours on, in, like, in person, face-to-face sort of thing. We,
1: we actually had issues trying to get to them because they weren't really doing online classes by the time our little girl arrived. Yeah. And um, my partner was a little bit ill during the pregnancy. Right. And it just happened to fall every time we should have been doing the classes. Mm. She'd been admitted to hospital. Yeah. So um, it ended up that we didn't do any. Right. So um, we'd got we our, our main bit of advice from that side of things was coming from um, the healthcare professionals that came out yeah. to visit us um, afterwards. I think
0: I think yeah, were, so it was a bit different. Yeah, I think they are useful um more for the, so ours was again like during the l word during lockdown so we we were on zoom every tuesday and um like oddly i can't really rem- remember it being like anything completely sort of wow like mind-blowing you know i can't believe you've got to try and feed a human as if well done um but what was really good is you were able to meet five or six other partners be it remotely like you were going for the same thing as us and like yeah, we're I able mean, to keep in touch a little bit like that. And then actually once you've once you've you've all given birth, you then email to see if you'd like to join um a call with a group who were going through the same process so we were like yeah 100 percent um the 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 sort the the it wasn't really advice, but something that came to my mind was exactly what you've just said there where like you you worry about like how you're going to cope with bringing a human into the world what it's going to be like just it's just going to be an absolute mess with all different kind of bodily fluids all over you and as you said that switch just goes and you instantly like it is almost like a switch it instantly just kind of like well i can deal with this now that you know it happens you get used to the you know you know bodily fluids being all over you or over the floor or things like that <laughs> yeah. and you can and you can you literally just get used to it like um now i, I said it made it a lot easier because our daughter was you know healthy she was she slept well she she was really good at feeding um she had a little bit of colic and things like that, but that's that's that, that's pretty pretty kind of normal. And I think you'd be super lucky if you didn't have any of that. So that that would make it easier, but still, it that that paternal kind of thing goes into you, that nature over nature. You you instantly become, well, a father really, don't you? So yeah, that was that was something that kind of that, that kind of flipped. So yeah, definitely had that kind of that moment, hundred percent. I mean, were were you worried about that? Because I know I know from my
1: sort of experience. Before I'd had my little girl, if if I was out with somebody and somebody handed me their baby, yeah, I always it always made me feel a little bit awkward. Oh yeah, um, and I wasn't ever quite sure. I mean, I suppose you're not unless you've had your own, yeah. like what you're doing. But I wasn't ever quite sure, like how to deal with that situation. <laughs> yeah, but then now I've got my own. If somebody handed me their baby, I'd be much much more sort of. Comfortable with it, I suppose. Yeah, you st- <laughs> I mean, you're still, is it the same for you?
0: Yeah, if somebody just gives you not just gives you a baby, like if, like, say, uh, when my niece was born. I, yeah, um, I didn't mean like a random
1: person in Tascos.
0: Yeah saying that though, like my, um, my niece is older yeah. than my daughter, so. So the thing is though, what what you've just asked, the only thing I can remind myself of was like years ago when I was about 10 or 11 and my friend handed over a hamster. I was like, what's that? And I sort of moved my hand out the way and I just <laughs> remember this hand, hamster smitting as it was about to hit the floor looking up at me. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so so yeah, there's definitely an element of that. So when my, my nieces and nephews were born, um, it was like something really, really fragile. But uh, again, yeah, you once it's your own, other than that sort of the picture I put on our socials of the day, um, you know it is you know that, those first couple of times you're worried but then eventually you, you are really used to it and then if if you are given a, a child after that yeah you you are more comfortable with it you're still obviously it's still somebody else's child into at the end of the day so it's still a little bit like worrying but um but yeah 100% I'd that kind of worry I'm definitely I'm be- definitely better with the when you can sort of be daft uncle with them you know when you can start talking so whether yeah, they're yeah. first born I'm like I don't know what I'm doing with it um But now, say like if say like a colleague at where it brings a baby in or something, I'm like straight over to it, smelling its head. The 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 baby's Uh, head, not the (laughs) colleague's head. Yeah, Yeah. colleague, leave leave the baby in there. Just bend down, like it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So as far as feeding goes, then as as a dad feeding, what's 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 your take on it so do you have a certain way you go about feeding have you developed like did you develop a, a a routine for feeding like if you were doing the feeding sort of thing for yourself
0: uh what feeding myself yeah i'm really good at it um so yeah well, when i was feeding my yeah. daughter i definitely go mouth first um no it's <laughs> yeah. um yeah so i guess guess so uh, and and you know, thinking back, I know we I'm gonna go through it again in uh what three months time like and it might I, I can I definitely think it's gonna be harder. Um because you you, you almost picture you, you paint this almost romantic picture of when like you were up in the middle of the night and feeding uh, and it was just an amazing bonding time. So we'd we'd yeah, we would rotate between the two of us. Um we didn't really have anybody on shift it was just like who whose turn is it next so if if they if she was up a couple of times in the night then then so be it but yeah we we you know um we would rotate but I did, I did sort of had a routine whereby I'd, um, you know, go through, we'd have the, 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 the Tommy tippy machine and we kind of do that we'd, we'd feed and, and then obviously go through the, the burping process, which is kind of y- y- irregular, but I'd always be watching, um, we'd always have most haunted on the telly. So we'd have it pretty dark and we'd watch most haunted. That was, that's it. That was our thing. So we just sat there in the middle of the night watching, um, um, the Leopard Inn in Bursland. It's like a pub in Stoke on trent It was amazing. Now oddly that place is burnt down because of like suspicious circumstances. Um but yeah, I just loved like like what I can remember is I was middle of the night watching most or with with, uh, with my daughter sort of like right, sucking from the, the, the formula and then having to burp her and things like that. But yeah I remember just how, I hours mean, if, of it. if I if if I did that I I would literally
1: be covered in formula because I, I do not do things that make you jump. No no um
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no we, de- we definitely wait until like uh like she was fully like secured you know and, uh, and have the vo- I wouldn't have the, the, wouldn't have the volume too high as well I am one of a nervous disposition but but yeah <laughs> yeah the bottle was fully made beforehand mind you you've got a it, have not you so yeah yeah that's true I mean I suppose I, I had a
1: very similar thing with uh with the feeding process with my little girl in that you'd you'd have your thing that you'd put on tv yeah um one thing that I learned very quickly was make sure everything is within within reaching distance. Oh, yes. Um, because the amount of times that you, you put everything down and you think, oh, yeah, it's just there on the table. That's not a problem. Then you sit back on the sofa. Yeah. And then you have to move yourself again to get to the table. And then by the time you've moved yourself, they've gone, well, you've moved now. I was in a comfortable position before. Mm. Um, I don't think I want to drink this anymore. <laughs> so I think, yeah, yeah having... Yeah. Um, having everything in the like within arm's reach mm. is really important. Um, and also I don't have the ab, I don't have that... the ab
0: strength to sort of lean forward and get it. I have to after rolling me back <laughs> like a turtle put my socks on. So if I've got to try and sort oh, of yeah. use me oh, I don't know intercostal muscles or those the thing to try and reach for something. I I, I can't do it with a what 8 9 maybe 10 pound baby at this point or two dummies worth. Yeah, I mean we will were... We were lucky when when uh, our little girl
1: was born. She was six uh, ten, so she was she's quite small. Yeah. So she was um, she was quite light to carry around and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, still, when you're carrying her, you've you've only got you've only got one hand free, yeah. haven't you? So <laughs>
0: it's it's amazing how yeah. like like because I can't do anything with my left hand. Like I don't know how would didn't drop her. But you like you start off by like being really fiddly and and like dead hard to put the bottles together. That's definitely a thing, yeah. I remember, yeah, trying to get the bottles together, get the formula in and things like that. But by your finish, you like flicking around like Tom Cruise from Cocktail. Like, you, you, you know, you just oh, become yeah. like, like more, obviously more, not what's the word, dexterous, but on one hand without dropping your, yeah. your door. your obviously. dexterity improves. Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
1: yeah but I, I, I definitely wouldn't put any alcohol in the bottles um, <laughs> yeah. like Tom Cruise. Yeah, I a bit of rum, I'll be Yeah, and throwing it around, if you... God, have you have you have you tried um, chucking a formula bottle in the air and catching it? Oh, no. First of all, I wouldn't try. I, in case I the lid did. Off. Yeah, well, I I did. The lid didn't come off, but it sprays everywhere. Right. Literally sprays everywhere. Like it hit the ceiling. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you need to be careful with um. Yeah, throwing well, throwing the bottle around. Well, I tell you one thing: yeah, you, don't, you, don't do, you
0: that. do notice though is how flame expensive formula is. It is so expensive because you're going. It's like you know, for a good bottle, it's like eight, maybe nine, possibly ten pound for for uh, you know your, your formula. Um, like, was well, it's not like a box, is it? You know, like the, the metal can. So, it's so expensive. Yeah, that, and, that was when. Uh,
1: that was when your first was born. Yeah. But it's different now, mate. It's more expensive. Yeah.
0: So so like I, the engineering of it, I like how you've got your little your scooper. It's never at the top, is it? It's like a, you know your protein shake one, it's always at the bloody bottom. So you have to when you open a yeah. new one, if yeah. you ever had to, it's loads. You know when you've opened a new one, you, you go to fold back that that foil strip. And obviously she's crying, yeah. it's the middle of the night. Have you ever had the little thing, the little tab just come off in your hand? No, oh, I've had that.
1: So, honestly, oh no, I've not been able to peel it back before, and like you end up trying to stab it with a knife just to get it, get the thing open. <laughs> yeah. I've had that. Yeah, but
0: yeah. But I like how the, you've got your scoop. Once you get your scoop, on, there's like a little, like a little lip to allow you to kind of, yeah, even off the. It's well thought oh, out, yeah, isn't it? The ergonomic. Anybody would it? think that they have been making these things for, for years. years. Yeah, yes, yeah, so maybe to make it a little yeah. bit bloody cheaper. Um But yeah, so yeah. so yeah, that that kind of process was. Yeah, formula's so expensive. But again, it's something you you improved with over... Because you're doing it that often, you're doing it that regularly, or it becomes second nature.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the other side of it for us is because our little girl is uh, lactose intolerant, it means that her milk's prescribed. Hmm. So that means until she's one, all of her formula is prescribed and it, it's free, yeah. essentially. Sell it again on the black market, like... Yeah I mean to start off with it was we we were buying it because we didn't know she had a lactose mm. intolerance because it was it didn't really come out properly until after about a month we didn't really start to there wasn't anything that was very noticeable right um and then yeah after a month it became a bit more noticeable because she wasn't keeping much of a milk down yeah. um and then yeah, we we had a few things investigated, like uh, reflux, which she did have as well, and yeah. a few other bits and pieces. But they decided that it was definitely an intolerance. I think we, um, and
0: at that point, it's it's prescribed. I think we're, we're planning maybe to have uh, maybe at least one episode, maybe later on, dedicated to like, the medical side of things. But it's good that I say good because it must be horrible to go through. But it shows that, or, or you know, already you you you've. Uh, I think it makes it interesting to the listener really, if, um, if they're becoming a father or or if they. You know they've been a father for years. They'll be like, "Yeah, we went through exactly the same thing." So yeah, so it's it must be like horrible to kind of go through, but it it, it you does that put you in a yeah. strong position now as a as a father? who's kind of gone through it, and this is how you've dealt with it. Um, I
1: think I think yeah, I suppose so. Um, but at the same time, because of what I do for a job, I've it's like through my career history. I've done a lot of um, first aid training and things like that. Mm. So I've got a, a reasonable knowledge of uh, paediatric first aid, right. which, I mean, with the milk situation, obviously that it didn't help that much. But with other situations that we, we've we encountered, it, it, it has helped. Oh, wow. um, uh, I mean, with, with the milk kind of side of things, I suppose what you do know is you've got... I mean, I suppose we're lucky because the NHS are, are really awesome. Mm. They they will help you no end with whatever you need. And um, you've always got the option to call 111 if you're worried about anything. Mm. But also if you phone your doctor's surgery and it's about a child that's under a year old, you can almost guarantee that you're going to have um, a call back really quickly yeah. or they're going to make you an appointment. Um, and if you're really, really worried... Most hospitals have got pediatric first uh, pediatric A and E, haven't they? Yeah. So you can take take your child down there, and you know you're going to get them seen by a pediatrician. Mm. So as much as some things will make anybody panic, it's all about sort of staying calm in the situation. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: um, yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it? If you you're calm, uh, we, we we kind of. um touched on it obviously during the actual birth process if you can remain calm and if you've got that experience and not, and a little bit of training to help as well um you know that's going to help you to kind of stay calm in that same situation if you stay calm then your partner's calm and then if your partner's calm then they can deal with it as well and it it's not necessarily going to calm the infant down straight away, but it's definitely not going to it, it will ex- exacerbate it if if everyone's kind of at panic station so so yeah definitely that sort of
1: I mean when when we do talk about the medical side of things in in a future episode um we'll we'll give people some advice on where they can go to get more information mm. and things like that as well because actually there's a lot out there for um anybody who wants to learn a little bit of pediatric first aid there's there's loads of things that you can do to go and find out a bit more about it so yeah We'll talk about that when we uh, come to our more medical-based
0: episode. Yeah, so stick around. That'll give you every other reason to kind of like and subscribe. And just on top of that, just uh, if you're on our socials, so if you're on the Instagram, if you have a search for In The Doll's House Pod, then you'll come across our uh, Instagram page where we'll keep you up to date with uh, reels and stories from both myself and Dean and how we are living our lives with our amazing uh, daughters. So yeah, please check it out. So if you search for In The Doll's House Pod on Instagram, and you'll be able to keep in uh, up to date with what's going on outside of the pod. Uh,
1: so moving on then, Chris, um, the next thing we were going to talk about is, is what it is important to have set up mm. before you bring your daughter home yep. uh, from the hospital, because obviously we've gone through this now, we've each gone through it. Yep. Um There'll be some things that we probably disagree on on important things to have set up and not set up, and things that we have used and not used. Yeah. So, what what was what was your top things for having set up ready for when you got back home? So
0: we'll steer clear of like the tech side of things. So the gadgets, although we've kind of talked about the the formula thing, it's more like um. So we we like my wife is so much more organised than I am. Um. You know, it's it's <laughs> I unreal. I? Yeah, yeah. Same for and, me. Um, i'm not entirely sure what i contributed you know to the house <laughs> you know the odd dad joke <laughs> lie, um you know uh, i'm all right at cleaning and cooking um uh, but it's because i've made the mess because of the cooking um <laughs> but yeah so we we were we we, when we were in the in the, the the sort of the flat that we're in we'd already s- set aside the room for the the uh the nursery we'd already built um uh built the, the the cart and the cart had one of those i, I don't know if they, they must all come with them it's like a sliding like um wooden sort of board that goes across it like horizontally that you can yeah, slide yeah. up and down yeah and you put the um the uh like the, the the changing mat on there um i think that the first thing i would advise is have like you know like at the football when the um when the um doctor comes on and they have those bags and it's got everything in how like have oh, a yeah. little caddy for your, for your what do call it for for your changing so um your nappies your 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 wet wipes which your you'll, you'll Honestly, you should invest in wet wipes because the amount of wet wipes you go through is unbelievable. So you've got your wet wipes to hand. It's, it's pretty much what you were saying earlier on, having everything at hand because, you know, it, yeah, it, yeah. every now and again, and it, you've definitely got a story about it kicking off in relation to fluids going everywhere. Um, but yeah, having it so close to you, if you've got it all in one in, in one little bag as well, and you can also carry that around the house with you. Um, so you have like little yeah, pouches. So that's and, really helpful. Yeah, 100%. And get like the creams, Um I can't remember what it's called now. Meta, oh, which metanium? Metanium, yeah. That that we've, yeah. we that's lasted us. We're still in the same tube, um, and we daughter's three now. Um, but that's so good at like um, you know for you know sore bottoms and nappy rashes and things like that. So definitely have those creams to hand. That'll be advice number two. If it's not that, it's the the other stuff that's the the, the white cream, this in the grey. So uh, the Sudocrem stuff. Now obviously, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You see horror stories of like toddlers wiping it up and down the tally so you do have to really hide it because you know that stuff done off make a mess Um but yeah having your creams to hand as well you go through lots of that but just as I saying, have this caddy with everything in it and then just having like See, the we, yeah we had a different option we did it slightly differently to you though right Um
1: so you had a caddy we had um, a changing station mm-hmm. so we had like a, a fixed sort of table space that had storage underneath it yeah um, and everything was kept there. Yeah, it did mean that when we were changing her, we would take a two change a changing station to change her. Right. So we had like um, we had one upstairs that was um, quite a fancy one because it had a, it had a bath thing in it as well. We never used the bath part of it, no. but it it was like a changing station. Then downstairs, we got really lucky on um, marketplace. In fact, that's another good bit of advice if you if you're looking to buy certain things. Mm some things you can grab on Marketplace and you can get a really good deal for them. Yeah, it doesn't Whereas have to be brand new, does buying it? buying them new, yeah, buying them new would be dead expensive. Mm. So like downstairs, we've got like um, an Ikea sort of changing table thing yeah. um, that you just put your own changing mat on the top of and then there's two shelves underneath it. Right. And we picked that up on Marketplace and it was it was like new. So it was um, some grandparents that were selling it because um, obviously the, the baby got a lot bigger now. Mm. They didn't need it. And they'd used it a few, like a handful of times. Right. Um, and we picked it up for a tenner. Bloody
0: hell, yeah. Um,
1: I don't know how much it was to buy new. I, I can't imagine it being less than 50 or 60 quid. Yeah. So, um, and they even delivered it for us. Oh, they nice. offered to bring it round, which was really nice of them. Yeah. But like, we did it like that. So we had a, a space for changing downstairs and a space for changing upstairs. Right. Um Rather than having a caddy but what it did mean is you had to keep both areas stocked up yeah because <laughs> if you ended up in one of them and there was like no nappies there you'd be in a bit of a mess <laughs> yeah um,
0: just carrying this ticking time on <laughs> up the stairs like oh no don't pee don't pee don't, yeah. pee, don't pee don't pee yeah um but also, i suppose that's the same as being an adult don't you when you run out of a uh, toilet roll and uh, there's no toilet roll <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that, that little kind of squat <laughs> don't pee don't pee don't pee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah uh yeah so i mean that that was how we did it but i i quite like the caddy idea yeah i I think that's a good idea and what that also Um, helps
0: with is if like eventually you you go out for walks and nature walks and things like that and you literally just pick it up and you can go um yeah i I, I said i just commented on on my wife's organizational skills she's like she's so good at that sort of thing anyway she's really thoughtful and make sure that everything's in such a good place i can never remember where anything where's the bloody is next to you i was like all right okay um, I, I, you know, if, if it's right <laughs> it's in front, in your hand. yeah, it's like if I, if somebody asks yeah. me now where to find my microphone, it's it's about two and a half inches from my nose. I will look everywhere except for right in front of me. Um, so yes, yeah, she, she, my wife really thought about making sure that you can find everything dead quick because, again, much like the the feeding thing that we were talking earlier on, like that, that 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 baby changing process, like. Um, because usually there's a, the, 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 they're not going to be calm while they're doing it as well. There's, the, the, they're not going to be happy. They obviously they're going to be crying and that's you know put you on on edge anyway. So it is quite of, like not not a panicful sort of situation, but it's 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 not really calm for the first couple of days. You're trying to remember where everything is. You know are you going to put the nappy on like tightly? Am I hurting the the, the my, my daughter whilst we're going through it? Um, but, so by having that caddy and by having that, I know where everything is, that kind of takes that little bit of the. Not danger out of it, but that, that thought process away from it takes it. the stress out there, doesn't that's it? That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it stress. takes the it's stress a stressful out situation. It, it, It's situation. It's na- natural, isn't it? It's apparent that those cries are. It's supposed to be stressful because you know there's something wrong and you can you can go your way to dealing with it. So it'll put you in a stressful situation. But as I said, much like your your, your changing station. Like when you say changing station, yeah, I've got like a pit stop in me. head, like F1, Vroom, changing it and goes out again. Um, I mean, it's, it is much like that, really. You have to wear helmet. Mm. Yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> sometimes you want to wear a helmet oh my god maybe, maybe some sort of gas mask <laughs> yeah. or something it, like, so like later on we'll move like so from formula to solids or, or like, you know the you know and that the little bit in between so there is a distinct difference between the stink that is created from a formula um um diet to a, a human food diet basically and it's it, yeah, there, there really is. Yeah, it's manageable. It's quite creamy. I wouldn't wear it on as aftershave, but it's it's manageable. But then when they start having like the jar food and then the solids, it is so, like Archie comes up with them absolute perlers. Now that look, now she's at a point where she can go to the toilet and it's in the loo and things like that. But you have to kind of make sure that there's nothing left behind, and and even then, oh, honestly, the stink. So yeah, <laughs> get the gas mask. Um, so yeah, see so, part yeah part of. Um Part Of our little
1: girls' milk intolerance that uh, the lactose intolerance, sorry, mm. that um, did make a difference to the smell, yeah. And weirdly, it made them smell almost a bit like cheese. <laughs> oh god, but in a in a in a like poo slash cheese oh, kind can, of way, just, so it, just go
0: for some brie now. I oh could,
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it did put me off cheese on toast for a little while, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest.
0: So, um, other yeah. than the sort of the, the 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 baby changing setups, what other kind of um, like areas or, or like items did you have around the house that just kind of, you know, made your life a little easier?
1: I mean, one of the things when, when we got home was, um, we put a, we, we got her next to me. We, we mentioned it earlier, didn't we? Cause we said that like ours had one end that goes up and down the next to me crib type yeah. thing. Um, um, we, we got back and we, we got it all set up and ready and stuff and we put her in it and it, it she was just minuscule in this mm. thing. Like, you could have put her sideways round and she still didn't fill it from side to side yeah um so we 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 very quickly went right we need to do something different so we um we ended up using the moses basket in the end yeah. which we'd actually got downstairs um so that if she was going to sleep downstairs at any point during the day that's where it would be yeah um and what we actually ended up doing was moving it upstairs and downstairs so that was that was kind of her main um, sleeping sort of thing that she had um, and that worked really well um, it, it you could rock it so the base of it allowed you to rock it um, if you had to pick her up and move her in it while she was asleep it had got handles so you could just pick her up and carry her upstairs if she, if she was sleeping when you were moving upstairs in the evening Yeah, um, it was just a really useful thing to have um, and it was definitely the right step before the next to me crib yeah. which which came a little bit later um it didn't seem like very long that it, it took us to outgrow the Moses basket to yeah. be honest it, so um, what what we yeah. can do is
0: if you if you can remember which like model, well, you're saying with the next to me bed um, what we'll do is we'll put all of them in on our social so you know we can you know other you know, fathers can have a look at what we've what we've used and what worked and we can sort of not necessarily review it uh, but we'll put it all on our social cuz you know we um i think we're going to go down the Moses basket route this time so before we use I think
1: yeah I think also you are saying not review it which which is right because different things are good for different uh, different families aren't they it, it just kind of yeah. depends what's best for your setup really So well, unless we want to obviously get give a sponsorship people some from- options <laughs> Well yeah I mean we could get a sponsorship from Moses I suppose oh, um, yeah.
0: See so, see how that goes Yeah um yeah. Well we as I said we didn't have the Moses basket we had the um the the nest pod things I can't remember the uh, the name of the manufacturer we had um and we i, I couldn't remember how much they were and we were looking for for another one the other day and they are so expensive they're like hundred and something pound it's like 40 quid for the um you get like you can get like a a changeable kind of cover for them and essentially what that is it's like a foam outer say it was like the shape of a teardrop and then there's the the sort of the netting in the middle and you you'd put um the the baby in the middle of them and essentially that then allows you to put them on any kind of soft surface so we had like an l-shaped sofa so if we were there watching the tally she'd be in there quite quite happily just kind of sleeping away and then and then you can you can i'm fairly certain this is the thing you're able to do you can kind of pick the the nest up and carry them around so if you go from one room to another you can then put them down on the bed maybe and because they're not going to roll over because obviously the nest goes down as they as they awaited to it so um yeah we went down right, that route but yeah. i think uh we having the conversation with my wife the other day i think we we're going to go down the moses basket route um so we we uh so yeah we're going to have obviously the um the babies main bedroom was going to be upstairs so we're going to need to have something downstairs that's a little bit more fixed and we don't really have the sofa space this time around so so yeah i'd be definitely take a recommendation of the of, of the moses basket um i can't remember there the being an issue with the next to me bed i think we always just kind of popped her in there um even though as i said yeah definitely very diddy uh, i think she was, she yeah. was like i mean we popped her in she looks she looks so small so we were like well is it? Is she too small?
1: Is she going to move around too much in the night and things like that? Yeah. So, I in the end, we just went went with the Moses
0: basket. I think if they're wrapped up alright, I think that was the the, the main thing. Getting it, it's, not, it's not wrapped like swaddled, is it? I think they call it. So swaddled yeah, up like yeah. a burrito. Um, probably shouldn't have put the guacamole yeah. in the red. Um, but yeah, as long <laughs> as that's that, nice. that's kind of, yeah, thank you. And <laughs> so as long as that's like kind of done properly, the the it kind of restricts them a little bit. I think. Um Did she use the sleeping bags as well? Yes, 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 yes so we yeah. um we, we, that was, we those are the ones we have just we've, we've purchased a few more of them um, I think um looking back we didn't have enough. Um so I think we only had two, it was like one that was in the washing and one that wasn't. So I think we we stocked up on maybe three or four of them. Um for 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 the sleep bags, yeah, definitely. I think we're starting to we're starting to get the clothing now. We're starting to get the um like the sleep stuff. We've 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 gone into the attic and um and you know different cupboards around our in-laws and you know, got all that stuff back ready. I know it's still three months left, but yeah, we, we, we've definitely got those sleep suits ready.
1: The being prepared thing's really important, though, isn't it? I mean, my my partner's an absolute legend at being prepared. Mm. She's she's she was so prepared. Yeah. I mean, we were. I I would say that we were like too prepared, almost like over prepared. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it it made things so much easier that everything was just ready to go. Mm. And like like you say as well, like you, you were a bit like you couldn't find anything. And, and even if somebody told you exactly where it was, you can't find it. I'm very similar to that. Yeah. Um. But like having a partner that's really, really organized is, is really helpful. But I mean, hopefully with us talking about this, it'll help some of the dads out there to get a bit more organized as well and know uh, to sort of ask the questions of their partner, even if they're the one that's really organized. Right. Yeah. Um, if we're having a caddy, where does everything live so yeah. I can get it right? Because just having everything ready, I mean, you're you're going through that sort of nesting yeah. process now, aren't you? Yeah, get, getting it all a, that's, together that's, and getting that, it all ready. I love
0: ready. that that stage, that nesting. I think that's, I, I, I'm fairly certain that was that's a, a stage that a a pregnant um, woman, can I say it? A pregnant woman will go through, um, yeah. where they'll hit the nesting stage where they'll start getting the house ready or they'll be constantly tidying the house up or... Um, you you know, as I say, getting everything ready. So that 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 does hit. I think that is a definite kind of again that mental switch that comes in, just getting everything ready. So we, I think. I don't think it's gonna be like a dr- as a drastic kind of on-off switch now because we've been through it all and we know and and essentially we've got the equipment anyway. We've got all the stuff that was left over from from our from our three-year-old now, so so we've got everything. Um, we're kind of finding where we put bits and pieces just whilst we didn't need it and then bringing that back together. Um, we've got a new, we have got a new sort of posture pram thing um yeah but everything else we're kind of recycling reusing um we've also taken clothes back from that we've given to friends and family members that have had children we've had we've had that back and they've been able to give us some more stuff as well so so yeah that's another thing i'd recommend as well is definitely don't turn down sort of free like clothing or equipment or stuff like that um you know you're going to go through so many like like uh, sleep suits like um Little jumper suits that they wear as well. You're going to go through loads of them, so if you can, I'd I'd over I, I would overstack with them. Um, yeah, because I mean the other side of that is, um, in fact, uh, my partner's just done one today.
1: That if you do have too much of it and. They've grown out of it, and a lot of it you do pass on to friends mm. or relatives, don't you? So that it makes things a bit easier for them. But if you've still got an abundance left over, you can go and do the baby markets, can't you? Where you can uh, sell on a bit of your stuff.
0: Yeah, I think and we'll probably do that. This also, time. if
1: you're not wanting to, sp- yeah, like if you're not wanting to spend loads as well, mm. um, then you can go to those baby markets and you can get some really good stuff. I mean, some of it's still even got the tags in.
0: Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think there's two ends to that up, spe- spectrum, isn't there? Price. Some of them have still got the tags in, some of them have still got the stains yeah. in. <laughs> so it's like, okay. So you've got your Moses basket, and you've got your, your, um, and your your changing station as well. So it looks like you you were you were really kind of ready for when you, you bought your daughter home. You knew where everything was um, for sleep, for for changing, and then for feeding as well. So essentially, those are the big three kind of things. I suppose like the cleaning would be the next bit. So if you maybe had, did you have like um like a bath insert or anything like that ready for for do the the the, the first bath bathing at home?
1: I tell you what, that bath insert was one of the best things. Mm having a because you've obviously got your baby bath haven't you so you can you can fill that up with water and that that bath insert makes such a huge difference Mm. because it supports the baby in the bath it supports their head yeah um and i mean you're being really careful anyway because Mm. obviously there's still a bit of the umbilical cord attached until it's fallen off and stuff yes um and you're not quite sure how much pressure to put on when you're when you're bathing them and and things, yeah, so having that bath insert did make things so much easier yeah um yeah it it was one of the best things we had i think uh, my partner's dad got us that if I remember right yeah um and yeah it was it was really really so, useful. so did you not bath
0: yeah. in like the normal bath? that you would sort of have a bath No, so times. so you, did you have like a separate thing <laughs> that you'd have like a like not not a bucket like hose it down in the garden like, like So a, we we had
1: um, we had a baby bath that we put inside our bath. Yeah. And then filled it up with a shower head. Right, okay. Um and then uh, we put the insert into the baby bath cuz we I mean our thoughts were if we were filling our bath up every night, that was obviously a lot of water. Yeah. So we'd got a reasonably sized baby bath. So we were like, well, the insert fits inside that. Mm. Um uh, Yeah. Uh, because until they can sit up on their own, that insert is going to be really helpful. Yeah. Um, And then when they can sit up on their own, having them in a normal bath isn't great. Uh, uh, a baby bath isn't the best anyway, because it's, it is a little bit slippy. Right. Um, So we, once, once she could sit up properly, we moved on to I think it's called a snuggle bath, and it is a bit more like a bucket, <laughs> so it's it's not as long, yeah. And they sit up in it, and there's a little bump in the middle of it, so their their bum goes one side of it, and their feet goes the other side of this bump, yeah. And it it keeps them more stable. I can't
0: remember that one. Um, I know we so we yeah. we we bathed uh, so we had the main bath, and then we'd have like a. It must be. I don't know what the, it must be. The same sort of thing where it's like a plastic, not so much of a sleep because seat because they're lying down, but it's like the little bit that goes kind of that they almost sort of sit on, and then you kind of fill it up yeah, yeah to around their sort of their their feet, and then you can like pull the water through, and obviously because it's like meshed, all the water obviously goes through. So we we did do it in in the bath, but we 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 so I know that I was like a little bit of waste of water, but we. We were a little bit concerned that um our daughter was she was quite dry skinned and she, she she you know she has a little bit of eczema and things like that so we knew we weren't going to be bathing her like every night it's maybe maybe twice a week sort of thing and and even then it wasn't for long so so yeah we we didn't have the the the, the baby bathing bath we just had like that little sort of seat thing that we put them on um, and i think we've got that back so we're going to be using that that, that again definitely. One of our friends gave us a, um, like a farm. It was like a, like a pack of this, this, the, the, um, the shampoo and the, the, you know, the, the, the body wash. And that was really, yeah, yeah. really nice. One of the, you know, one of the best sort of gifts that we got. So massive thanks to Nat for getting us for that. So yeah, we, we kind of like use that. And it's really smells amazing, smells like that, But it's really kind of delicate. So we knew that we couldn't be using two, two kind of severe kind of um, shampoos and things like that. But but yeah, definitely having that little seat that they, they sort of sat in, in it, and then gradually taking that away and sort of sitting her up. I can't remember what we had, but yeah. we must have had something that was after that. I'm sure we did. I think my wife would be able to tell us about a better story, but um, you, you know, she was always pretty, she's always enjoyed the water actually. So so that she she was never that bothered. Yeah, our by little it. girl has. Uh, yeah, I think I think it helps if you make it fun as well. Yeah.
1: Um. And like when they're, when they've just come home, obviously their toys isn't really a thing, is it? It's no. not, it's, there's not a lot they can play with, but like um, imagery and things. So like little bath books yeah. that they can look at yeah. that, that does keep them entertained for a little bit. Um, And another thing that we did that it worked well for changing her and it worked well at bath time just to make sure she was calm because obviously to start off with, they're being put into this like slightly warm water and it's a new experience for them and it might, it might sort of unsettle them a little bit. Mm. Um, We were, we used uh, music to help. So we would play um, music when we changed her. Yeah. um, And we play music as well when we, when when she was having a bath to start off with. Um, And that actually worked really well. I mean, just, just through your phone, it didn't have to be anything fancy. It didn't have to be through like a, a full PA system. (laughs) um, Yeah. Or anything with that, like that. Um, we didn't get a house band in or yeah. anything, ladies and gentlemen. We Ed did, yeah. Um, <laughs> we did play uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of music for her. Um, and I mean, if you look on the the store, uh, the story on our socials today on Instagram, yeah, uh, I actually tagged some of the mu- some of the music that we were playing when she was first born as well. Yeah, so we can tag them in um, this again today, yeah. so
0: hopefully that'll will uh, pick up. So I think with the bathing question, yeah. with, with like the bathing with the bath, and I think. The biggest question that is on, on everybody's lips is Have you had to fetch out a, um, uh, a, 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 an anomaly out of the bath?
1: Oh, uh, we've not had a code brown.
0: Oh, yeah. We've, we've, we've been really lucky. Yeah, yeah. We, we've um, many of uh, <laughs> the Chinese takeaway <laughs> uh, little kind of um, Tupperware boxes is, is, is gone into good use for that. She seems to <laughs> see she's like okay. She's in the bath. She's in the bath. Great stuff. And then bosh, there it is. and it, <laughs> it it's like you ever seen like it where sea horses are born, and they kind of go and like then just spread oh, out yeah. like that. Um, and oh, there's, there's, great. There's, there's 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 no right or wrong way to. To, to clear it, you, you're going to have to, there's definitely going to be um, poo on skin at some point. Um, so we, we've done the, um, you know, kind of just washing it out and just kind of chucking it in. Like, you know, like when you come home from the fairground with a goldfish in the thing, it's a bit like that. Just, yeah, and then yeah. just straight down. to But then we've also thought, right, there's, there's too many for us to handle. <laughs> so you have to kind of let the water out. But then <laughs> it, you just saw these streaks of, of, of all these, it's <laughs> like a flight, like they oh, are, like nice. a really Poorly coloured RAF troop. They're all headed for the plug hole. It's like ah, right. Because then you can't use you can't use tissue paper. You can't use like bog roll because that gets wet and then disintegrates. So you might as well just. Go, I might as well just use my fingers here. Um, and then yeah, <laughs> like, not down I the mean, plug hole down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> There's me poking it prodding I will.
1: It down. Uh, I will say that um, a good pair of marigolds is always a decent investment.
0: Oh, well, yeah, we we got the we went down the uh, route of the what they call it the um because obviously with COVID we had the uh, like the surgical gloves. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we
1: like oh we we, we do we use we didn't use surgical gloves very much, but also when it comes to like um, rinsing clothes out that are absolutely covered in crap, oh, yeah, um, like a decent pair of marigolds, and I say this because they normally have like textured bits on the fingers yeah you have a bad grip so yeah but it really helps as well when you've when you've like rubbed in your vanish stain remover bar type thing yeah you can rub over it with with the gloves and it it really helps taking the stains out
0: oh there's me using my fingernails just to scrape it out (laughs) dirty sad yeah so you've got it you got it all wrong
1: (laughs) yeah that's not what you want to be doing Cause when, then when you sit sat in in bed a bit later biting your fingernails, it's oh. it's just not
0: <laughs> not good. Is she gone again? Uh, oh no, sorry, it's me. <laughs> that's me. So I think, although I think this pod is probably going to be a little bit longer than some of the others, but I think it's really useful if we talk about the uh, finish off this this episode with some of the visits that you had. So whether it's like uh, from friends or family members or from the. Um, the, you know, the health practitioners so talk us through what it was like for, for yourself and and your partner when you're were you were taking your daughter home how you know what sort of visits did you have did you have more visits because um of um the the lactose or you know um you know what what kind of visits did you have from from the nhs but also from your friends and family at that point
1: well you have your your health visitor visit that i suppose yours was different wasn't it because it's during lockdown so you might yeah. not have had as many so we'll we'll get on to that in a bit i suppose but um for us we had um you have the you have someone come out the after you've been at home for i think it's 24 hours yeah um and then you've got a 10 day one and there's various other people that come out if you've got any questions um i mean the the big thing that was really useful was that um there was a number to phone and if you're worried about anything yeah. basically they'd send somebody, send somebody out and they'd yet. give you a bit of a hand with it yeah Um, which was, that, that was really good. Um, I mean, the NHS is great for stuff like that. So it, it was, I think it really helped you to feel more comfortable with what you were doing Mm. because even though you, you probably weren't going to use it, you'd got a phone number to call if you needed to. It's another safety net, Um, isn't it?
0: It's one of those things that you'd, you'd rather have it and not need it or then sort of need it and not have it sort of thing um especially like me with me marigolds i suppose um but yeah it's yeah. De- definitely like you know by having that 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 safety net if you're struggling whether whether it is with with the um the actual looking after the child or, or your own kind of uh, if you've got your own concerns you've got those numbers there are those supports and and and, and they are obviously factoring in the, the father side of things as well and if you're yeah, struggling that that, that change and i know like postpartum is really really big Um, They they offer those services as well, which is, which is, it's it's a godsend, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's massive. Just having that, like you say, that
1: comfort blanket there Mm. of knowing that if you need help, there's somebody there that can help you. That's got an absolute abundance of experience. Mm. Um, And this is their life. This is what they do for their job. So they, they really know it inside out and they've experienced more babies than anybody you could Think of, yeah. so they've really got loads of experience of different situations with with different children, so there's a good chance that if and also if if they've not um experienced what you're going through or they've they've not dealt with it before, there'll be somebody on their team that I has done, yeah. so they can always ask for other people's help at the same time yeah um I mean going to our visits, I think we had. Three different um, health visitors come out to visit us. Mm. Health visitors slash midwives, um, and we had uh, the breastfeeding um, specialist come out that I'd mentioned before as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, the health visitors and the midwives were all really nice, and they just they came in, they did the weigh in, they did the measuring that they needed to do, um, had a bit of a chat with us, asked if there was anything we needed, yeah. um, asked if there was anything that they wanted us to demonstrate uh, sorry them to demonstrate for us yeah so like if if you were thinking well i'm not sure i'm winding a right um is there a better way of doing it yeah they'd they'd just they'd show you they'd go through it and actually physically show you which i always think is a bit better than someone trying to explain it um so um yeah, I'm very much a visual learner, so if I can see somebody <laughs> yeah. doing it, yeah. it's um, it, it makes it much easier for me to have a go. 100%. And then afterwards as well, they'd they'd give a back and say you are, you can have a go now. And yeah. if you weren't quite getting it right, they'd they'd then show you how to adjust what you were doing yeah. to to make it better, which was r- really good. Yeah. Um. I mean, how did you have you did you have many medical visits like some. Uh, after after you came so, out cause so, with it being locked down i assume it's different
0: yeah I, I think it was pretty much this like the same concept where we had uh the midwife came out the next day i, I don't know how you felt but i i felt like and I, I know this wasn't the case but it it was it was something that was in the back of us minds is that there you know like if you're about to d- d- adopt a cat maybe and the the, the cat charity will come around your house to make sure that your house is set up correctly for that cat I don't know about you, but <laughs> yeah. I, I had a little bit of like, um, you know, if this, you know, are they going to be coming around and making sure this is a safe environment? Are they going to pick up on something that he could sort of say is, is 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 something that they don't like, and it could sort of take the daughter not take the daughter away from you, but those sorts of things where they say right, we're not happy with the environment that this child has grown up in. So there was a little bit of nerves there because you felt like. I think- you're being like checked upon it then. But that's hundred percent not the case. They're there to exactly what you've said. They're making sure that you're you're happy. Um, so I definitely remember one we, we I think there may well have been a second one. Um I think there was two I think two people came at that point. I think one of them would have been the breastfeeding specialist. Um I don't know if that was something that we might have had to have requested at the time. Um, so if we were, you know, I think, having problems. I think we did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think um they based, well, it's not that we requested it. They offered it and we thought, well, actually, yeah. it's worth it's worth finding out a bit more and listening to this a bit more. Mm. So it was um it was something that got offered and we were like, Yeah, well that's why why not yeah, find why out a bit it, more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you, you, yeah.
0: you knew again another safety blanket, you knew hundred percent there was no problems whatsoever with the formula. Um, it's just that you know yeah, by yeah. maybe almost like, as ridiculous as it sounds is it's almost especially now is that it's, like, it's, it's going to save you a hell of a lot of money if you're able to produce that 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 milk um, like at home essentially. Um, so maybe there was yeah. a little bit of that so maybe we can save a bit of money on, on, on the formula but I don't think that was the, the main thing I think the bond between the parents the, the, the mother and the daughter is quite important as well um, so yeah I remember, definitely remember the, the, the two visits um, and yeah, and everything was uh, you know It was absolutely fine. I I don't know whether they'll still do the same visits if you've got a second one or if they look at different things when, you know, if you've got a a toddler running around already. You know, I come in and like, my daughter's feeding me, like one daughter's feeding another one. That'd be quite nice. Uh, And I'm there playing on like, I don't know, Red Dead. And I think that'll be, uh, (laughs) yeah. They'll be doing that. Can you put the controller down for a minute, Chris? Oh, all right. Um, uh, So yeah, so definitely that that might might be different. But, um, you know, I think they might look at you a bit differently because you've done it before. Um, but again, it's different stresses for different situations, know. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how those kind of, th- those things change. I suppose one of the things that'll
1: be interesting from your point of view as well is will it be very similar to your first one or will
0: it be a completely different experience? Yeah, um, um, I think it's one of those ones. I think in my head, X, um ex- what's it called? Hoping for the best but expecting the worst. I think that's the same. Well, it's the best way to go,
1: isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So
0: if I I I mentioned it previously in the pod today that that um you romanticise that, that that kind of being up in the middle of the night and I don't really feel like I was ever exceptionally tired. I I am now. I know you know for a fact I am. You know, I remember like a mate of mine in Dubai. Like when he he found out that you know I told him that we were expected he was like you thought you were tired before <laughs> you're going to be dad tired um <sighs> that is a huge thing so that's got, i think that's going to be a, an issue um as I said, I, I, you know, we, we romanticized. Oh, she she slept all through. She fed dead easily. She was a little bit sick, but we could deal with it. She was such an easy child to go through. But actually, she probably wasn't. She it was just that you, you kind of just that that kind of natural switch, as you mentioned uh, mentioned as well, just goes. So yeah, so we're fully expecting this to be more complicated. Um, it's that second child syndrome as well. So I was second child, and I reckon I was a pain um it's just how like, come that's the best part of being like uh, uh i mean father. I'm, I'm sure your siblings would agree well yeah well uh, with, i was about to that. say exactly the same yeah. i think the first thing my sister ever said about me was that baby woke me up um and i'm like <laughs> so if i am ever like oh she's she's getting up at middle of the night now she's you know, my dad's like well there you go yeah for now things come around don't it um your sister obviously didn't do anything like because she, she were perfect but uh, you know that kind of demon second middle child that I was so yeah I think it's like retribution it's coming back to haunt me um so yeah I think that's quite nice for grandparents to have that you know <laughs> so, see it's not that easy is yeah. it that sort of thing. that's that's actually really nice to be fair
1: I mean talking about relatives actually I mean how how did you do visits with with lockdown going on did you still were you still able to do visits at that point were, was family still able to come around and
0: visit I think as long as we were we were we were careful with it. Obviously it was it's a lot easier for for my wife's family to come and see us because they are they were they were a little bit further away so it was about um 45 minutes um at that point now it's literally 15 20 minutes down the road but for for my family it was a good sort of 3 hour journey so they definitely uh they they definitely came down at some point. I don't think it was straight away. Um because obviously with the COVID, so we had to do the Zoom chats and then eventually when that lockdown was lifted a little bit, they stayed in a hotel um, and then, then kind yeah. of came around. Um, yeah, because six hours of driving yeah,
1: to to spend like maybe, well, not not even an hour somewhere is... Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, again, it's... I mean, obviously they'd want to do it, but it's a lot.
0: Yeah, well, they, once about they, they weren't that bothered about doing it again. Um, so, um, yeah. so yeah, I can't, I can't really matter. As I say, it was so long ago, um, it's a lot easier now for 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 for, for visits and things like that. They can come down, but unfortunately, we haven't got the spare room anymore, so that's going to be a bit complex. So it's definitely going to be easier for families to come down to 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 see the the new arrival than it was last time yeah 100 percent but yeah it was that was was that a blessing it almost was because sometimes you it sounds horrible and uh you know you want to accept as much help as you can but sometimes you just want to kind of be left alone is that am I being cruel saying that I don't think I am you just want to be left doing I I don't think you
1: are
0: I think you've got I suppose
1: like you've got a lot to work out haven't you yeah so you're trying to work it out, you're learning it all yeah. and you feel like you're a mess. You feel like your house is a exactly. mess. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you feel like you're you're surviving, you're getting through it, yeah. you're you're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> baby's doing well yeah. and that's the main thing. Mm. And and like that that becomes your priority. Yeah. Um and yeah, as long as as long as that's going okay, but then if people are gonna turn up, they've got to expect that you might be a mess, your house might be a mess. Yeah. And if they're going to come round, if they would offer to like tidy something up yeah. or just do a little bit of something for you, it's
0: really, really appreciated. Yeah, I don't. Or, I think you prefer that to a present. Yeah, I don't doubt you've plugged in <laughs> yeah. when my mum comes round. There you go. We've seen a bit. I'm just going to, to yeah. go down. But we're. I'd say at the time we only had like a, a pretty small flat, so it didn't take us long to clean. But but yeah, d- definitely a bit of that. Let's wrap it then. Let's wrap it up. Yes, yeah, so episode episode three. I think again, you know, this one's a long one, but I really enjoyed because once you get into it and, and kind of reminisce and talk about what worked for you and what what kind of didn't. It's really you get like kind of you're almost fighting it like we almost you know Moses basket versus the pod or cleaning uh, sorry yeah. changing stations versus that like like that kind of basket uh, sorry that um, that caddy we had it's you you, you it's straight away it's just two fathers talking and there's so many different kind of in what's the like, different ways of doing things and idiocr I can't say the there word there is um, but it's it's all about getting it right for you yeah exactly and getting it right for your partner and getting it
1: right for your your little lady yeah. that's the main thing.
0: So, yeah. so yeah. So once again, just kind of remind yourselves that uh, the uh, the Instagram is available. Our socials are, are are building as much as we can. So if you have a search on Instagram for. In the Doll's House pod, you'll find our Instagram page. Um, eventually, we meet, might go on to kind of videos on the TikToks and possibly on the YouTube as well. As I say, to keep more up to date with uh, what's going on with, with ourselves outside of the pod, yeah, have a search for In the Doll's House pod um, on Instagram and you'll find all the kind of the content. And we'll also start popping up some of the equipment and um, and, and, and gear that we were we were using. So, so it'll be good to kind of show you what we were using and what worked for us. Yeah, we'll stick it all up there and... Uh yeah everybody can have a bit of a look so again thanks very much for for spending uh you know about an hour and 15 minutes with us um and hopefully we'll see you next week in the doll's house take it easy see you all soon